Hi, you're listening to Abacadabra Radio. I'm Abby, your host, and on this podcast, we talk about manifestations, meditations, timeline jumping, tarot card insights, astrological insights, literally whatever comes up. Happy to have you guys here for the ride. Hey guys, time for another episode of Abacadabra Radio. Um, today's episode is just gonna be, like, what's going on, energy updates, like, shooting the shit, just whatever's kind of coming up for me, because sometimes those kind of podcasts, when I listen to them, of people just rambling on, it helps me the most, so maybe this will help someone, maybe it won't, (laughs) maybe it'll just help me process the last few weeks, because that's kind of what we're going to go over. But yeah, it is currently Super Bowl Sunday when I'm recording this. I don't watch the Super Bowl. It's also my mom's birthday. She would have been 61 today. She's not with us. And somehow I have not been hit by a grief wave, which is nice and kind of surprising. I've had a lot of stuff going on the last few weeks, months in like the physical world. And a lot of what I've been doing is like trying to process that and I've been listening to a lot of podcasts a lot of like Jessa Reed a phenomenal podcast she's um got AOD radio she's got Soberish those are on Spotify and then I listen to her Patreon too she's great Noah Lampert he has one called Synchronicity there's a lot of gems in there and then P the Fairy has one called Cheat Codes those three, if you can just dive into those, those are fabulous. Highly recommend. Um, when I go through like difficult things in the physical realm, I usually will turn to podcasts to remind me of what the hell I'm doing and to like take ownership again of my reality. And those three podcasts I hadn't listened to before the like maybe like the end of December, and there were just so many like things that resonated with me and it just kind of like woke me back up and got me more motivated to like share stuff again and post stuff again and talk about this stuff. And yeah, so I don't know about you guys, but when I feel, I'll go through times where I feel like the victim of my reality. It doesn't happen for a very long period of time because I don't feel, I feel so uncomfortable in that like powerless victim state that I do whatever I can to get out of it. So usually that'll be starting with like listening to podcasts or like YouTube videos and stuff that are about personal development and like manifesting and conscious creation, like Neville Goddard kind of stuff. Um, I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna throw out a lot of names of content for stuff for people to look at, watch, listen to, read about, I don't know. <laughs> but that's what helps me. And then I get into like doing the meditations that I do. And I'm proud of myself because for the last few months I've actually been able to keep my meditation practice going even if it's only for 10 minutes a day like usually it's multiple times a day for anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes so that's great and if you don't meditate that's fine and if you do that's awesome too and it doesn't have to be for an hour it doesn't have to be sitting in silence like with your mind completely empty though I have been doing a Joe Dispenza meditation a guided meditation it's my favorite one right now And I actually just did it before I started recording this. And you just go into, like, the nothing, into the void. And I love doing that. But I'll also sometimes do, like, binaural beat ones. And 
binaural beats, meditations, like just listening to the beats and then guiding myself on my own meditation. Those are freaking cool. And in my latest meditations, I've been seeing my chakras come up, but I don't see them in my body anymore. I see them outside of my body, like a little disco ball, like a white crystal disco ball, if you can picture that, where each of the chakras are, but outside, like hovering right outside. And it's easier for me to like clear them and activate them. And I just feel more connected with that way of seeing them. It's almost like I'm seeing it as like my auric field or like my light body, instead of it being like within my like physical body, it's part of my like soul body. So if you're having a hard time connecting to your chakras, if that's something that you feel like doing, then that might be a different way of looking at it. Or maybe that will spark a a totally different way that you can visualize your chakras. At first, I thought I was going to visualize them as like a light beam, but it totally evolved into like a disco ball crystalline sphere. And I, I connect with that so much more heavily. So yeah, that's been pretty cool. Um... And then I've been guided to do a lot more Reiki healing because I, I used to do Reiki on people. I used, I'm a Reiki master. I'm a Holy Fire Yusui Reiki master. And I used to do healings on people. I haven't done that for some time, um, significant amount of time. I also used to read cards, stopped doing that, getting back on track with that. Back to Reiki. I have been doing Reiki on myself. I've been, I did Reiki on my friend the other day last week and I'll do Reiki on situations now. Reiki on people who I think need it um, or sending Reiki. And then if, when I do that, if I ask, you know, or if you're susceptible to this, like in an energetic way, like please let your energetic body get this healing. And if, you know, they accept, they accept. If it doesn't, it's just healing that goes out, which is nice too. Um, Basically, the last few months, um, I'm going to try and give some information, not going to give all of it. We've been dealing with, I'm going to be really vague, actually, sorry. I've had a person in my life, not directly in my life, in another person in my life's life, causing a lot of, like, issues, causing a lot of, problems being a very difficult very nasty energy very mean very bully like a lot of lies um publicly trying to just do whatever she can to make things very difficult and make someone in my life look very bad um the word slander would kind of resonate and very threatening, just, just, I think, I think she honestly is going through a really rough time, but to have someone throw so much hatred and, like, anger and hostility and just, like, bad, bad energy at someone who I hold in very high regard and have a lot of love for has been very difficult for me, and this has been going on since probably early December, Um, and she just continues to make things very difficult. And I've gone through intense waves of like, I just want this person gone. And then I've gone through very intense waves of like, let me send healing energy if they accept it because they obviously need it. 
And it's just weird. Like, it's just, it's a very weird place to be in. And I think where I'm at with the whole thing is this person does, from what I've seen other parts of knowing this person, they enjoy being a victim. And some people enjoy being a victim. Um, I enjoy being a victim for about 30 minutes when something happens. And then I, I just can't do it anymore. It's not productive for me. So I don't do it. And I stop and I look for ways that I can empower myself through meditation, through working out, through talking about things, through, I don't know. But I just know for me, when I'm in that victim state, I feel as, like, I choose to keep myself powerless. And that's not productive and that's not helpful for me. So I have to learn, like, what is the lesson here? What's being presented to me? And what I've learned with this specific scenario is I can't fight other people's battles and I can't, I can't make things better for other people as much as I want to and maybe as much as they want me to. I just, I can't, I can't be everybody's Mr. Fix-It. And I think that's been a big lesson in my life that I've been ignoring. Um, When my mother died in September of 2020, I took on a role in the family that was a little bit more responsible with finances and with like scheduling and stuff, which is fine. Like I like doing that, but I think I accidentally put myself in a place of, I will fix everything. I will get it done. I can do it all when I can't always do that. And that's okay, but when I feel like I can't always do that or when I feel like I don't have control over the situation, because not every situation I'll have control over, I lose my mind and that's when I start to feel powerless and I worry myself and I don't sleep at night and it's just not productive. So where I'm at now is, okay, let let me go through this, you know, accepting that I can't I can't fix everybody's problems, that I can't make mean people go away, that I can't direct where people's energy is going to go or come from. And it's, it's a weird lesson to learn. I'm learning it. I'm getting there. But it's sometimes lessons are a hard pill to swallow, I guess. But we're getting there. I've also noticed that since I've started meditating more, opening myself up more, and been doing more spiritual work, woo-woo work, I haven't been sleeping well. Sometimes it's stress. It's some stress from that situation because it's still going on. Sometimes I think uh, I'm getting really intense downloads. Um, I've had a lot of crown chakra or top of the head energy, a lot of energy coming in, a lot of like hot um, sensations, like hot, like, you know, when you like put your head hand on the top of your head, I'm literally doing it right now. And you can like feel that like heat because that energy center is so active. Yeah, that. So I think I'm getting a lot of downloads. I think I'm just processing a lot of different things. And I feel like all the work I'm doing because I wasn't doing after my mom passed away I wasn't doing spiritual work at all I totally shut myself off I I wouldn't even meditate I was afraid to be alone with myself because losing a loved one so traumatically and so quickly and so unexpectedly challenged everything that I thought I believed in about 
life and the afterlife and it was tough but I'm obviously not there anymore because here I am back with all this you know spiritual mumbo jumbo <laughs> that I love and that I think has actually helped save me in many different ways it's helped me definitely calm down and keep my cool because your girl used to have a hothead which is fine I've worked on it but anyway yeah so a lot of different downloads I think have been coming in and I think that's why sleeping's been difficult and why um, I think I've just had like challenges come up and different like parts of my belief system being challenged and that's gonna happen like when you're on this sort of like spiritual journey or when you're starting to wake up or when you start to open yourself up to this stuff more and more you're going to have this stuff happen like it's you're opening to it. So of course you're going to have more downloads come in and more energy come in because you're welcoming it. Like you're attracting it. You're becoming a magnet to it. So yeah, that's my little ramble about like sleepless nights and what I think is going on. I haven't necessarily gotten many messages yet in meditations besides I have gotten messages to use Reiki more, to send healing more, and to like do more of that sort of thing. So I've been doing that sometimes. But another thing that's come up, because yeah, I can get meditation messages, but I feel like I get a lot of med messages in my like just waking reality, my physical reality when I'm open to them, like listening to a podcast or even listening to like a TV show or seeing an Instagram post at the good, like the right timing. So be open to those things because messages don't necessarily just happen when you're like, um, like they're gonna happen when you need to hear them or see them, they're gonna come through. The universe is gonna figure out a way to get that into your noggin somehow. You might not realize it at first, but it'll, it'll go in. Anyway, I've been also, I read this, audiobook. I, I guess I didn't read it because it's an audiobook. I listened to this audiobook, uh, Tufty the Priestess. Um, it's by Vadim Zealand. I think, I believe that's his name. A very powerful book. Um, definitely something I'm gonna have to listen to like 27 times and take notes, but it's about like reality transurfing which is not something that I'm too educated on and I'm working on getting more educated on that. But there's a lot of takeaways in that book that can really help you with manifesting and conscious creation and just all that stuff. But one of the biggest ones that I've been working with is the idea that everything has an advantage and that everything is ha like, you may not be able to control what happens in your physical reality. Actually, you can't control what happens in your physical reality. You can't control other people. Everybody has their own free will. You can't control the weather. You can't control every single, you know, piece of the puzzle. You can't control every character in the film strip. But you can control your attitude towards things. You can control your, well, you can't control your beliefs. You can work on your beliefs and start shifting them. But it's when you shift your beliefs that you change the um, the film reel that you're on. I don't know if I've released my time episode yet. Timeline episode. 
but that has a little bit more on like timelines and jumping timelines but when you move into a different timeline like you're just changing the film strip that's kind of what that part of that tufty book talks about and i'm not going to go too into it because you gotta just like i would never be able to explain it you, you, you need to listen to it you need to buy it like it is a fabulous book but like i was saying the film strip you're going to move to a different film strip so you can't control what's happening on the film strip but you control what's ha what happens at the end so you want more living from the end like neville goddard living from the end um putting yourself in that energetic space of the end so what does the end look like for you is it prosperous is it fun is it easy is it worrisome is it like are you putting yourself where the end is worrisome or where the end is bad or where the end is gonna end badly for you like pay attention to how you put meaning to things and how you expect things to go which brings me back to advantages if you see things as even if you can't control the necessarily the outcome but you know in your body and your mind and your soul like with every fiber of your being that it's going to be an advantage to you it changes things pretty drastically pretty dramatically so when i had first heard that part of the book about advantage and how like you can make things work to your advantage just by expecting them to work to your advantage you might not know what the advantage is you might not know for months i did some reviewing and with the scenario I was talking about earlier, where I had to deal with like feeling kind of powerless to someone who was putting a lot of negative energy into someone else's life, in my life, they, there was a huge advantage to that. First of all, there's been a lot of positive connections with um, my loved one and other positive people that will make a big difference in their life because of that. That's an advantage, not even my advantage. So that doesn't even matter. My advantage is that scenario put me in such a tailspin of feeling so powerless and so upset that it actually propelled me into heavily working on myself more, getting back into the spiritual world, listening to mind-opening podcasts. It's the reason that I was able to like, it's, it's part of the reason I'm recording a podcast right now. Like I, it's, it's why I'm doing cards again. It's why I'm opening up to healing again. Like it's opened up this whole part of my life that I turned off. So yeah, it absolutely fucking sucked to go through a whole week of not sleeping, of being afraid to go to work, of, of just like feeling very unsafe, but it opened up a level of power within me that I didn't have, that I didn't think was there. That's a huge fucking advantage. Like that is so transformative. So now when I think of that person as irritated as I am with them sometimes, I'm trying to think of them with gratitude because I have leveled up my life and done a lot of positive things in a very short period of time because of that scenario. Because it's pushed me to be uncomfortable and move into something consciously comfortable, which is kind of what this is all about, right? Like consciously comfortably moving through reality. That's what we're all trying to do. Um, let's see, what else did I just have in my head that popped out? Maybe it's gone. I don't know. That's, 
that's what's been going on in my life. And that's a little bit, a lot, a bit of a ramble. These podcasts are probably going to be a lot of rambles. Because it's just the easiest way to do stuff. But if you guys have any ideas of topics you want me to cover, if you have questions about how to do specific things, I'm thinking about doing a guided meditation soon. So if you want one of those, by all means, email it. You can send it to the Abacadabra Radio pod at gmail.com. I will put it in the show notes because nobody knows how to spell that, which is totally fine. And... Yeah, until next time, this is Abby, signing off.